Hi, and welcome back to Unsighted, the internet's least reliable English lit podcast. I'm Chantel. And I'm Amy. I have an announcement. An announcement? I do have an announcement. The announcement is we're going to do a podcast this week, but then in two weeks, we're going to do another podcast episode, and it's going to be a guest spot. And guess who's going to be on for the guest spot, Amy? I believe we're finally getting our best favorite type of poetry episode again. Yes, we're doing Christina Rossetti, and we are having podcast royalty Bex Goose come on to chat with us. Woo! Woo! So that's exciting. Watch out for that. In a month. This week, we're not doing that. We're not talking about Christina Rossetti. We're talking about multiple poets and the multiple poets are from reddit are they rodents because they wrote it no because they're poets from reddit they're rodents oh but they also wrote it they did write it i tried you tried your best (laughs) and you got somewhere it wasn't where you were trying to get i got not what i wanted and also not what i needed (laughs) no they are poets from reddit and poetry doesn't have to be published to be good i think we proved that in our first high school poetry episode these people are not in high school and are writing poetry on the internet for us good people to read and we're gonna read it and it's gonna be fun woo i've turned into those woo girls from that one episode of how i met your mother because i'm old enough to remember how i met your mother well yeah you only met her like eight years ago jokes it's me trying to tie into the fact that how i met your father is a thing like josh peck is involved and turner and hooch was canceled Mm. sorry what how I Met Your Father? Yeah. Oh, are you behind on the times? I'm not hip. Yeah, Hilary Duff stars in How I Met Your Father. What? Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know what's going on anymore. Woo. <laughs> woo. Are we ready for some poems? Poems, woo. We just said a bunch of things we have to cut out because Amy doxed herself. But we're back and we're going to read Blank Rhymes by Munib Ali. Munib Ali, 2002 on Reddit. I'm going to try my best to read this like spoken spoken word poetry because I feel like it deserves to be spoken word poetry-ish. Okay. Feelings start to rhyme and everything you say sounds like an apology or an acquisition. The landscape isn't changing and the train is taking you in circles. You are stuck in the backyard under the same oak tree. You would want to eat the popsicle before it melts, but you're an old man of 90 and your mouth is full of dry spit. The train never stops, and life is a snow globe in your hands, but there's too much snow, and it never melts. Ironic how the iron blindfold comes off. Silk ribbon, was it ever there? And then your body leaves a shape in the bed, and that is all it ever leaves. So you try to crawl back into it, but you can't. It starts to rhyme again, your name and the last song in the playlist. Your name and the neighbor's lawnmower. Your name and the damp walls of the attic. It's all one single chord over and over again. It's all one single piece of paper on your desk. It's all equally blank. Munib! Yeah, Munib! We're here for it. Yes, wow. Good stuff. I'm like trying to like figure it out. I'll let you try to figure it out, but they wrote in the like explanation what their intention was with it, but I'll let you analyze it first. Okay, I'm like gonna like surface level analyze it. So at first I was like, you know, everything you say sounds like an apology or an acquisition. Like this starts to feel like there's like some weird tension between the speaker and the person involved in the poem. And I was like, ooh, this doesn't seem like it's gonna be like a great relationship kind of thing you know yeah and then we get to like you're an old man of 90 and i'm like 
somebody has problems with their parents. <laughs> and then I got confused. And then there's some stuff about like seeing and like what we leave once we leave and like the presence we have in the world. Yeah, I think there's a lot of kind of fear of mortality like you would want to eat the popsicle before it melts like you want to seize life you want to like seize the moment Mm -hmm. but then it's talking about the fleetingness of life you're an old man of 90 and like you didn't seize the moment and you didn't do it in time like the train never stops whatever it is is passing you by Mm -hmm. so the explanation of this poem yeah is yeah i wrote a poem on writer's block amy's just amy's face was just like oh which makes sense because it it's really like anti-form. Yeah. It's a free verse poem, but it's kind of like in some places it rhymes and then in some places it doesn't. In some places it has like a meter that you think you might recognize and then it's just like, no, we're not doing that meter anymore. So it's like it's denying having a structure and it makes sense if you have writer's block because you're not sticking to one structure. I should have I should have clued in with the it's all one single piece of paper on your desk. It's all equally blank. I should have clicked. I did. I didn't pay attention to the last two lines, <laughs> which is like arguably the most important lines of a sonnet. This is not a sonnet, <laughs> sonnet, but still, wow, this is good. It is good. This might be about writer's block, but my gosh, did it slap. I think it's about writer's block, but I also, you know, poems belong to the readers. I think it's about far more than writer's block, and it can be about any number of things that you project onto it, because it's, like, deeply personal, Mm -hmm. but also, like, broad enough that anyone can kind of place meaning onto the symbols. I think... There's a lot of false starts, you know? Yes. Like everything you sounds like an apology and an acquisition. Like those are both false starts. Like apologizing feels like a false start most of the time. You know, landscape's not changing. You're going in circles. That's a false start. Stuck in the backyard. Like everything feels like you're just not getting off the ground. The only thing missing here is an airplane. <laughs> but I like the feelings they start to rhyme. And then like everything's kind of not going great. And then like things start to rhyme again. And it's like actual words that are rhyming with sounds. And then like things are like progressing. I just, I really like this. Munib, you have a future. Hit us up. We don't have any publishers, but like good stuff. When you're over the writer's block, hit us up. Yeah. Our next set of poems, I have a couple from this person because they gave me just like broad consent for any of their poems. Love this person. Yeah. So these ones are from Lotai on Reddit. They're Lotai 9668. That's the year they were born. They're negative 6,000 years old. This is going to be futuristic. Love this about us. We're here for it. The first one, this is the the one that drew me to this person so I'll, yeah, I'll lead with that because you know yeah why not that's that's what i led with so that's what we're leading with this one is called instrumental as she was sound asleep in bed i strummed my fingers through her hair a subtle song on silken thread that sweetened dreams and midnight air though when i rose at break of dawn a silence fell like choirs fade i found her music was all gone and i'm the one who had been played one night stands be like that, I guess. <laughs> I just like how it's really like heart-wrenching. Mm, yeah. And like it settles into your chest and it just nuzzles there. And the words are so evocative. I really like the imagery of the strumming and um, her hair being like an instrument. But then it's also kind of funny. Like the ending's kind of like a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like not a joke, but it's both. I like what they do here yeah i like it too but mostly for the intertextuality hear me out okay if music be the full of love play on 
one. Huh? Oh. Huh? Oh. Or whatever the line is. Got some shaky shake in here. Insert the line here, Chantal. If music be the food of love, play on, playa. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very it's intertextual in the musical aspect, which is also a comedy in the end. What comedy is that from, maybe? This is from Twelfth Night. You can uh, reference our second episode. If you want to listen to us have really bad audio. But no, I like that part of the intertextuality and like, you know, the choir. The beginning is all like love, TM. And then at the end, it's like, oh, okay. You'll see this later in another poem, but there's a lot of like wordplay of like, I'm the one who had been played. Like you play an instrument, but also you got played if someone tricked you. Playa. <laughs> I like this. This is good. Good job, Lotai. It's good stuff. Their next one is at a waterfall. A pebble loosened under toe. I watched it tumble down below towards the water of a fall that rapids whipped as white as snow. I saw some ripples slowly crawl across the pool but never stall, and from that view I could not know if water ever rests at all. It doesn't. Isn't that good? Yeah, I like that. I feel like this is very much one of those, and I'm sorry, Lotai, I don't mean to dismiss you. I feel like this is very one of those, like, you got a word in, like, your writing group or, like, in college or whatever, and you had to write a poem about water. Like, not in a bad way. Gonna, like, you, like, specifically crafted this about water, and, like, it's like my couch surfing poem. Yes, it is like your couch surfing poem. You think you're doing a thing, and then, like, woo, bam, something else. <laughs> I love it. It feels like kind of a romantic era poem. Mm. It's almost Robert Frostian, you know? Yes, I agree. It gives me, like, a Robert Frost vibe, because he's got a lot of that natural imagery that you see here, and then he's got a lot of, like, it sounds like it's about just kind of a landscape but if you look deeper into it it's about something else like the water could be anything like the yeah. water could be a person it could be about mental health I don't know what this is about but it doesn't feel like it's just about water I would agree like it almost feels like water is also like what's inside of you like we're 78% we're water whatever right I'm less because I don't hydrate enough <laughs> but like that idea does water rest do we rest does your mind rest how much of life is just going super fast you know yeah also suicide trigger warning I guess skip ahead like 45 seconds but the sense that I get of the person like standing so close to a waterfall like mm. right at the top of waterfall so much that like they can accidentally kick a rock into the waterfall and it falls all the way down mm -hmm. kind of feels like they're not just going on a low-key hike yeah. It kind of feels like they're contemplating something else. There's a song by Bjork, and I don't like her music, but she's cool as a person, <laughs> that's about her standing at the top of cliffs in the morning and just throwing stuff off just to see like what would happen to them if they fell down and what would happen to her if she fell down and then like going on with her day and being like, okay, well now I can do other things. It kind of gives me that vibe. So the previous one has Shakespeare intertextuality and this one has Bjork intertextuality. And Robert Frost. And Robert Frost. This is good. Okay, the next one from Lotai is Circles. I really like this one. This one's cute. We're going round in circles like the earth goes round the sun. I'm just another satellite while you're the only one. Whose orbit I've been spinning on, who makes my night and day, who's equally both here and gone, who's never here to stay, but never gone too far away for me to feel we're done. I'll see you on another day. The earth goes round the sun. The speaker of Lotai's poems has experienced a lot of rough relationships. 
this feels a lot like unrequited love but i find the imagery of the earth having unrequited love with the sun like the sun's just shining so bright you know all the time yeah and the earth just keeps spinning yeah it's kind of sweet yeah it is really sweet kind of toxic but also kind of sweet i also like the implication that the sun is like this player who's got all these side pieces with the other planets who's just like oh saturn it's 3 a.m you up yeah it's like it's romantic hey uranus (laughs) fuck (laughs) i was gonna be like it's romantic for planets but it's not romantic for like people and then you they're in uranus and i'm like fuck Chantel. (laughs) okay so i need to tell you a story about my partner okay tell me so apparently when he was a youth he was learning about the planets and he was a kind of like precocious kid who like wanted to know about like science and nature all the time Mm-hmm. And he knew a lot about it. So anyways, he has this like teacher and whatever. And they're learning about the planets. And he raises his hand, you know, as children do. And he goes, Miss, can you tell us more about Uranus, please? <laughs> ah. So he got sent to the principal's office. Oh, no. Ah. He just wanted to learn about Uranus. <laughs> he just likes planets. But yeah, no, this is a good poem. I think it's a good one. I think it's fun. I think it has a lot of cool cute imagery and also a lot of other things at play if you dig really deep into it so good job lotai again this is the last one from lotai i don't know why but this one feels like it fits their username really well okay it's called aloha and i wanted to end on it because you'll see typical tourist she was quickly vexed together one moment separate the next she tired of me then she cast me away i guess i should have been a better lay and lei is spelled L-E-I. Aloha means hello and goodbye. It's got so many layers. Get it, lei Yeah. Yeah, I... Do you get it? I jumped ahead before you started reading and I started like cackling a little bit. I'm like, gotta be quiet. Because I haven't seen these. Uh, but Lotai, the persona in your poems has been through a latte. I love this one. I think it's hilarious. I love how like short it is, but how much it tells you at the same time. I love me a concise poem, you know? Yeah, I like that it takes exactly five seconds to read. It takes as much time as it needs to take, and it doesn't take any more. No, and it gives you everything you wanted. You've got the drama. You've got the humor. You've got the romance. You've got the heartbreak. Basically, like, you know, people have, for millennia, have gone and written epics about romance with drama (laughs) and comedies, and you're just over here giving us... I guess I should have been a better lay. I guess I should have been a better lay. <laughs> yeah. I like also the like the aspect of like she cast me away. Like is she like a fisherman or are you like on Survivor and you've been like sent home? But then you're not a castaway anymore. Exactly. If you get sent home on Survivor. Yeah. So that was fun. That was all the ones from Lotai. Thanks so much for letting us read all your poems. We might not be super succinct right now, but it is like kind of late and we've had long work days, but we do really appreciate what you've given us. Our last one is from Liz Ringo called Unremarkable Moments. You ready? Yep. It is in unremarkable moments where love grows in strawberry ice cream and caramel topping. It is in ordinary looks. It is in unremarkable fragments. It is in unremarkable moments where I find you. It is in the sound of your alarm in my room. It is in the sock I left in your dryer. It is in the smell of coffee in our diner. It is in unremarkable moments that I see how remarkable our love is. It is living room slumber parties. It is marshmallows over a candle. It is extraordinary love. It is in the miles traveled. 
It is in the most ordinary of days. It is remarkable how unremarkable moments create such a remarkable love. Can I use this for my vows? No, you can't, because I'm going to use it for my vows. Okay. Liz, um, I'm going to call you, and we're going to chat. Wow. You know what? This really encompasses love, I feel, for me. Yeah. Because I think, you know, a lot of movies, Hollywood, Instagram, tells us that, like, love is, like, grand gestures. Yeah. Like, you'll know when you know, and, like, all this kind of stuff, right? And all these, like, Hallmark movie TMs. But I feel like that isn't representative of most loves. Like, even, like, loves from, like, a grandparent's times, they don't have that kind of extraordinary things. But, like, when you ask them, well, some do. Most of the time when you ask, like, grandparents what makes their love continue, they're just like oh they just he makes me laugh or like she's fun to be around like it's never like they've changed my life because they took me to the eiffel tower yeah it's always like he always knows to put my spoon beside my coffee in the morning you know yeah it's like the littlest things like if i come home and my partner's like washed my cup then i'm like oh he thought of washing my cup like that's so nice so i sleep with an earplug in and an airpod in the other so i can listen to tv shows while i sleep without disrupting him and every morning like he'll come back grab my water bottle fill it up because i've drank it in the middle of the night like a fucking camel because we're made of water because we're made of water call back but he puts my my airpod back in its airpod case so that when i come back to it in the middle of the night or if we're recording i have a fully charged airpod for the next night yeah it's just why he's so sweet why he's so sweet Who and did it this? is in the unremarkable moments yeah. like there's not a lot to read into it i don't think it's just like really deeply personal and honest yeah and i think a lot of people would be like wow the bar's so low you know <laughs> but like maybe the bar doesn't need to be that high either you know i think there's a difference between like the bar is so low like oh my gosh like my partner is a man and i expect men to do nothing so it's amazing like when he pulls his weight in the household and like oh like it's so nice how my partner thought of me to like Mm -hmm. do this thing for me when I wasn't around you know like that's the difference yeah that's fair it's like it's a simple some might say unremarkable poem but it does remark love very well It, it really like comprehends love and what it takes to have a long-lasting and like thoughtful kind of love as well Mm -hmm. because love is like waking up every day deciding to be with the same person yeah deciding to love each other deciding to enjoy those small moments like taking the moment to like sit down across from each other and enjoy a cup of coffee or like taking the evening and like putting on some music and like kind of dancing around the kitchen you know yeah or in my case noticing that i work eight hours a day and he has a different schedule so he lets me play pokemon like throughout the evening so that i can catch up (laughs) because he knows that i want to play pokemon and then he doesn't make me do supper or anything because he wants me to play pokemon (laughs) you know gotta catch up gotta catch them all gotta catch them all if you were a pokemon i'd choose you oh that's so sweet i'm gonna go use that later thanks you're so welcome i'm at like four of the evolutions out of like seven so i'm doing great wow i'm at one anyway this poem's not about pokemon but it's very good yes thank you so much liz for sharing this with us um sharing this little remarkable piece of love with us yeah yeah we just wanted to share those lovely little pieces with you if you would like to go check out 
similar poems. There's a subreddit called Original Poems, and it's really good. Not all of them are winners, but everyone tried. But if you look at like the most popular recent poems, like you'll find some really awesome hidden gems. And there's like some really talented people in the world who aren't publishing professionally, who are just like really talented and want to put their work and art into the world just for people to enjoy. And we're here for them and we're here for that. And they're here for us. And thank you so much. And I think if I can add, I saw this on the Instagrams because I don't have TikTok, but there's this real maker um her name is elise myers and she's she's really funny but she talks about like being a creative person often and about how you know sometimes you'll create something and it's not going to be like your tip-top best kind of work right but you still put it out there because it helps you grow and it shows other creative people that like sometimes you flop and it's okay so even if like you're not yeah 100 sure about your poem i think it's worth sharing if you have one that like you're even just a little bit interested in sharing it with the world because the world is always made better by people sharing their creative works you're so right as long as they're like you know good people it's fine to put out art that is maybe not as refined it's not fine to put out art that harms people correct thank you yeah don't be mean to people that's all yeah amy yeah on a scale of one Eevee to all seven evolved evolutions, mm-hmm. how would you rate these poems today? This is hard because I want to see like six of the evolutions, but I'm trying to figure out who I'm leaving out. Right now, I'm going to go six out of seven. And I think it's, Jolteon's a bit too spiky for me. So I think I'm going to leave the spikiness out. But I think it's a, it's a good six out of seven because I really enjoyed all of them. Yes, because while Aloha did have some barbs, um, I think the poems overall were like pretty soft today. Yeah, I think they were all very good. I just, I wish there were more of them. Yeah. Let us know if you liked this episode and then maybe we'll do a part two with some more Reddit original poetry. Yeah, but you know, all evolutions are good evolutions. So I'm very happy with all of these poems. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please give us a shout out on Twitter or Instagram. You can find us at Unsighted Pod. You can also give us a rating of five stars on Spotify now. Whoa, you can just like scroll right up there and press the little five star button and we get five stars and you get a duffel bag. Um, let's not make promises we cannot keep. <laughs> if you really liked us and you also use Apple Podcasts, you can give us a five star rating and a review there and we can read it and we can be happy. If you are super keen and don't use iTunes, but still want to give us a review, you can leave us one on Podchaser. And we also read those and we will also be thankful. Other things, we have merch. We are on Redbubble. Just look up Unsighted Podcast on Redbubble and you can find some merch with Amy's face on it and her home address. Bitch, no. (laughs) Stop trying to dox me. And... We hope to see you again in two weeks. And as always, we're excited and available. Except we did cite these people. Gonna put you in my ears. Gonna put you in my ears. Oh, I sleep with my headphone in that ear. Ow.